0: Welcome back to How It's About. We're going to tell you about Taiwan and our adventures there. We're going to tell you why we believe this country is a gemstone and what it was like as Westerners setting foot in Asia for the very first time as well as everything we had to do to figure out how to exist in this culture which included dealing with culture shock and trying to figure out social norms etc. Enjoy!
1: So, I actually didn't know much about Taiwan, to be honest. I knew a lot of our country's goods are made in Taiwan. You'll see that sticker on things. So, I assume there'd be lots of factories and maybe waterways where they're selling goods and sort of a flat island. I I did know it was an island.
0: I did not know it was an island. (laughs) Um, I'm ashamed to say. I
1: didn't even know really where it was. But, man, we could not have been more wrong. Uh, We said this country is a gemstone. The whole Mm -hmm. island is. And we say that because there are so many natural resources in abundance there um, the geodiversity is phenomenal. There's canyons and gorges and cliffs and mountains, and just it it's like Hawaii, and it's um, you know relief from the ocean, just very prominent peaks Stark, and just start oh really yeah, like in the yeah. contrast, the different parts of the country had no idea it was it was like that. And in some of these gorges, um, one particular one we went to. All Taroko. of the, yeah, Taroko Gorge, all all the cliffs are made of marble. And so, consequently, in the city, the easiest stone to use is marble for the street <laughs> pavers, for the benches, for the gutters. The
0: sidewalks are made out of marble. marble you're just walking like along high and you quality look marble. down, and you're like, oh, that's marble. It's so beautiful.
1: Yeah, and, and also jade stone. Uh, there's jewelry very common everywhere that's mm-hmm. made of precious jade stone, but then there's other kinds of jade that are really beautiful as well, also used. On the streets, on against yep. buildings, just to make stuff. It's like they're bricks, it's so j- jade and marble. Uh, we went to a gold mining town that brought brought out lots and lots of gold over the years, and mm-hmm. um, got to learn all about how you know how they mine gold way back in the day. Mm-hmm. But again, just precious resources. There's coral jewelry uh, that's apparently responsibly sourced because it's I don't know really deep or something. I don't believe it, mm-hmm. but um, really beautiful <laughs> though, uh, yeah. carved carved coral and so just that feel everywhere you go that there's precious mm-hmm. stones all about yeah
0: you. even just throughout the cities you're just looking at the buildings and they have all this marble jade coral and gold like there's all these temples everywhere and they're just covered in gold so it's just really stunning and, and beautiful um the food in taiwan was so incredible um, just really delicious. They have these night markets going on, really famous, big, giant night markets where they basically sell anything that you could possibly eat deep fried and put on a stick. So we saw uh, just any animal, mentionable. Any
1: part of any, any animal. part of
0: yeah. animal. We ate a lot of really adventurous things. One of my favorites was these um, little quail eggs, mm. like tiny little quail eggs on a stick. And they just they just pop them on, they deep fry them, or I guess they just kind of cook, them up, cook yeah. them up. And then, you, yeah, you just eat them with some good sauce and that was delicious. The dumplings are so Ugh. good they 're just famous for their dumplings and and um yeah their their fruits are pretty fun too. They have some pretty um unusual food a lot of a lot of fruits and vegetables that we would not have recognized. Mm-hmm. Their tomatoes, like their cherry tomatoes are so sweet. I finally understood why tomato was a fruit because they were just so delicious and so good uh, and then finally, just our impression of Taiwan is that the people there are so kind and so polite. Mm. There's just this this reverence towards each other that you kind of sense as you're walking down the street. People are just, they're, they're a little bit formal, maybe a little bit more reserved, but that doesn't mean they're any less loving and open and generous. They're just, they're very um, poised in how they they speak and act, um, and extremely, extremely welcoming to tourists
1: and visitors. Oh, everywhere we went, we we really felt celebrated they were so grateful that we we were there they were mm-hmm. so grateful that we were excited about their country as well mm-hmm. um I don't think I felt more welcome anywhere.
0: Yeah, there was this one gal that we went um, and bought coffee from, and we were sitting outside her shop. And we, I think we were some of the very few European or uh, Western visitors. We're not European, (laughs) but um, (laughs) uh, Western visitors who were there. We really didn't see that many. um, And so we were the only ones on this street, and we were sitting in front of her shop. And she just seemed to be so honored that we chose to sit there. she came out with the coffees and then just proceeded to bring us treats and crackers and snacks and goodies just out of the goodness of just her heart just for free just piles just of fun. snacks Yeah, she yeah. she just was so grateful oh so. yeah yeah we were just incredibly surprised at how beautiful and how much we loved um taiwan yeah The adventure of our time in Taiwan was most certainly having my mom and dad join us, which was very special, really, really fun. And not only did they join us, but my mom actually planned the entire trip for for us in Taiwan, which was a great relief because a lot of our time when we've been traveling has been spent trying to plan and figure out where we're going to go, what we're going to do, how much it's going to cost. And my mom just had it all figured out down to just all the fine details. She had a little spreadsheet and all the information of what we're going to do. It was was really special. So yeah, the adventure was just being in this foreign um, culture with my parents, which was a really neat um, opportunity and experience. So we're going to kind of give you just the play-by-play of what we did, focusing on some of the highlights um, of our time with uh, my parents.
1: Absolutely. So we went uh, to the Taipei 101 building. That was our first Adventure. So um, I think it was 2004 when it was built. And at that time, I think it was the tallest building in the world. And now it's hovering somewhere between 5th and 7th. I don't remember. But mm-hmm. the architecture is so beautiful. It's almost like uh, pagoda style um, stacked on top of itself mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And then there's a tower on top of all of that. Look up a picture of it. Taipei 101. It's Some guy... Grand. Uh, some guy base-jumped off of it. <laughs> Very famous base-jump, oh, yeah. uh, and they've since built way better fences at the top ob- ob- observation, observation deck. So, yeah. um, anyway, you can take the elevator all the way up, um, and there's just all kinds of crazy, cool views from every side. Uh, the glass butts up right against the sheer drop-off, and my favorite thing to do was to focus on some of the pillars right outside the window. And imagine I was clinging to one of them and dangling my feet.
0: Pretty um, scary. It, it
1: really makes your stomach drop yeah. when you look straight down. A lot of times yeah. with those buildings, you can't see straight down. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like glass and then a ledge. And this, you could just put your face in the glass and look down. And it just made your stomach drop. Um, yeah. Huge, huge, expansive views in every direction. And <clears throat> um, we got to see kind of the the um, transfer from twilight to sunset and so we kind of caught both so best of both worlds there and Mm -hmm. um they also have this huge uh cement and metal balancing orb thing there's a name for it. giant
0: ball in the middle that kind of um basically like hangs and it keeps the the building balanced if there's an
1: earthquake yeah it's a counterbalance so it would shift uh if the building did it would shift the opposite direction and counterbalance This big heavy
0: weight that hangs in the middle and kind of holds Um, the the gravity. Yeah, and they
1: had some videos. We sat down Science. and watched about the making of it and how uh, there was times when the whole building was rocking and that whole thing was rocking and it's
0: it's pretty just crazy. amazing
1: the architecture and <laughs> w- w- what went into this whole building, but. I think the best part was the views and getting yeah. and also finding the outside observation deck and thinking about the guy that jumped off and <laughs> where he jumped off. Just very, yeah. very tempting. We just
0: had a great time up there, and then, um, yeah, we had some great dinner that night at the night market, which was really cool. The next day we went to go um, take this gondola, this really long gondola, up to the Kong tea houses, which are these famous kind of traditional tea houses. And um, <laughs> my mom was... Um, trying to figure out where the tea house was. So we got off the gondola and, um, and we're like, okay, uh, tea house, is there a tea house anywhere? We were supposed to find this really famous tea house. We weren't really sure where it was. So we walk up to the information guy and, and my mom's like, um, excuse me, uh, do you know where the tea house is? Is there a tea house? And he just looks at her with this most incredulous look and kind of just points in a general direction and says nothing (laughs) and so we go in that direction and like 10 feet later we like we like we turn around the corner and there's hundreds of tea houses everywhere so we just had a good laugh about about that (laughs) where's the tea house Uh, (laughs) so we went we went and explored a couple different of, of the tea houses and um, yeah, I had a really lovely time tasting tea and just learning more about the difference in the flavors and the ways that you can brew it. It was just exquisite.
1: Really awesome. Yeah, and the guy yeah. spoke uh, great English, so mm-hmm. he was able to really explain in detail uh, the process of harvesting and producing tea. Mm-hmm. Um, then we went on a bike tour. I, I had no idea what to expect, but we got off of our subway and there was this sweet... Young man with the little fanny Mark. pack, Mark, just yes. waiting. And he, as soon as he saw us, he started smiling. He knew we were the people he was going to tour. And, oh, he um, was so great. Just the kindest, most excitable young man. <laughs>
0: he was a very responsive tour guide. Like, we would yes. say something, he'd be like, Oh, you want to go there? You, we want to do that, for instance.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Well, we were like at the park, that's where we met him, and we saw some people doing Tai Chi. And we're like, Mark, do you, do you know Tai Chi? Like, how can we find some Tai Chi? He's like, I'll teach you tai chi like, yes. and he had just learned some apparently and he, he just was he aimed to please and so he put his little fanny pack down and uh, we all he's put like, our bags oh. down and he demonstrated very seriously he's like first you must do this this and this all right everybody together now and he just all of a sudden stepped into he exercise in instructor mode chi. and
0: it was um, awesome yeah we, we were knew we were in for a good good day with mark yep.
1: <laughs> very very cool start yeah. to our bike tour and then we actually used these little cards that he gave us to check out bikes kind of like lime bikes and we just started following him. And I think without him, we would have gotten hit by cars for sure because yeah. he just knew the little alleyways and backways through this big, big city um, to get us to different places. We stopped by um, this geologist's house um, of, from the island. And as we mentioned about the rocks and the gemstones, there was a wall filled with all the different kind of rocks that you can find on the island. That was so really cool. that was my first indicator that, oh man, this, there's some really cool um, geographic stuff going on here and cool geology. So, that was awesome. Man, he took us all over the place. Uh, I think the most amazing thing, uh, he took us to the the changing of the guard. Um, so, there's a statue of... There's
0: Sh- a big, like, yeah. mo- it's like a big memorial. It's like the Lincoln Memorial. It's, it's like actually modeled big... after the Lincoln Memorial. It actually yeah. is, yes. Mm-hmm. So, it's a big building, and inside there is this massive statue of Chiang Kai-shek, who was um, a really important historical figure for Taiwan, and there's a lot of history and stories that we got to learn about him and his influence, both in um, China, Japan, just in, in Asia in the, in the last um, century, just had a lot. Um, yeah,
1: he he helped make Taiwan influence. what it is. Absolutely. Really, truly, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, so, you, you
0: can read up on that, because I don't know that we could totally tell you everything. Yeah, and everybody has a
1: different opinion, and we yeah. had to kind of fumble around navigating, asking questions about the political climate and such, and right. uh, <laughs> who this guy is, and wh- what he meant to them, and uh, anyway, the changing of the guard it's like everything you'd hope for in like a British changing of the guard or something, just Very, the precision, the yes. level of Solemn care. Solemn and oh. and, they, and they take these hour shifts and then they switch and it's, it's just everything is so precise and how they step and they, they count in their mind. And so our, our tour guide told us some of the secrets cause he actually, our tour guide was in the military mm-hmm. and one of his specialties was, um, doing some drill stuff like that. Uh, I don't know what you would call it. Um, flipping guns around and almost like baton, but with his rifle, there's a name for it, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, so actually, one place, there was a bucket, bucket full of umbrellas, and he's like, oh, I can show you. And so he picked up an umbrella <laughs> and did the most amazing baton kind of stuff with an umbrella behind his back, over his head, under his legs, and we're like, oh, this guy knows what he's talking about. Anyway, so yeah, he was actually really, really excited about the changing of the guard, because he used to do something very similar to that in the Taiwanese military. So <laughs> he explained, you know, how they can be so precise and be on the same pace, and anyway just very knowledgeable about what was happening and it was also a museum and um Sarah got to geek out and walk around and talk to talk to him about all the different pictures and mm-hmm. um historical pieces of of Chiang Kai-shek so anyway yeah. re- it was really great. really it was neat experience and then we, we climbed Elephant Mountain we yeah. also did like five other things I'm probably not remembering it's but all good. really amazing view of the city um mm-hmm. it was a Sweaty hike up a bunch of stairs, but totally worth it. Gorgeous You know, every time we talk to people about Taiwan, like, oh, did you do Elephant Mountain? We're like, yes, we did. And you can see Taipei 101 from up on the hill. And that's just iconic, really beautiful Mm -hmm. view.
0: But we had to end our time a little short with Mark because we had a dinner date. And this is one of the focal points of, of our trip because, because the tide kind of shifted at this point. We had kind of been leading our tour um, this whole time. My mom kind of had the plan and knew what was happening, but... She didn't um, kind
1: of have the plan. She, she, had, she had, had the plan. So we,
0: we, um, she had a friend of a friend, um, Mr. Kuo, who um, lives in Taiwan, and she had connected with him through um, a man that she knows from her church and um we were going over to his house for dinner presumably that was our understanding um we looked up some some social customs in taiwan and it's you know if you're invited to dinner you should show up either early or on time so we we gratefully we got there early or just pretty much right on time and uh we were welcomed and it was not only mr Kuo and his wife but their friends dick and jane as well who are taiwan and they chose the names dick and jane um based off of those iconic characters, mm-hmm. so that was, that was kind of fun. And I, we believe that they were invited to the party because they, they were a little bit more fluent in English, so mm-hmm. they, they aided in our conversation, which was really nice. So we had a lovely um, tea and fruit time at their house and we're enjoying and we're wondering when, when are we gonna start dinner? Because we've been talking for a while. and like and an so hour, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for a while. <laughs> and then um, we're just along for the ride. We have no idea what's going on. And so he's like, all right, let's go to dinner. And so we're like, go to dinner? So I guess we're going to a restaurant. So we get out, and we're just walking because we um, apparently we were walking to the nicest restaurant in his little town. So we just walked, walked you know, a ways, yeah. maybe a half mile mm-hmm. or so to uh. this restaurant, which was a nice restaurant. And we went upstairs to the banquet room where we had our own room and our own table. And it was just really it felt very special like we were kind of like honored guests and then proceeded to be served this incredible and ginormous uh
1: feast and when we say served they just started bringing out platters of stuff and we couldn't communicate what we wanted or didn't want and so they just kept putting things in front of us and then nobody was eating and so i think i picked up like a bowl of kimchi and i was like oh i guess you just pick something so i had my little bowl of kimchi and everybody's watching me and i'm watching them and like how you who eats first what and happens? We finally were able to ask, I think it was Dick or Jane or somebody, like, do, do we eat first? Like, no, no, you must eat first. Like, okay.
0: They won't eat until we eat because we were the guests.
1: Oh, that's So the glorious cultural tension in a good way where we just felt so out of our element. because We had there no are,
0: idea what dish to eat first and why. And there seemed to be an order to everything, but we were missing many it rules on every count. And, and many, they, oh. they, you could tell they were being really kind, but they were also kind of like, laughing a little bit
1: because <laughs> we were doing it wrong all the yeah, time yeah, yeah. we but just kept like yeah, yeah.
0: having to ask
1: <laughs> yeah we kept asking so now yeah. do we eat the, do, does this go on this do, do what
0: I, goes where how do you do it yeah it was and one. then
1: we found oh we all share it so everybody shares every dish we kind of figured it out you don't yeah. get your own and by dishes we mean about 30
0: to, there were like 30 dishes that came yes. out just full plates full of all this all this different meat yeah just all these different veggies and
1: to where it's so good I, I think we also learned later that you should leave some food on your plate, and if you keep finishing, they will keep ordering more, that might have happened. So, (laughs) maybe, I don't know.
0: (laughs) That might have been. We have no idea what happened. All that to say, it was incredible. And at the end of the conversation, or at the end of the time, my mom mentioned that we were going to another city in a few days uh, named Hualien, and um, Mr. Kuo was like, Oh, my sister Rita lives in Hualien. I will give her a call. So, he just called his sister right then and there, and and had a brief conversation and then um turned turned to me because I was I had the the Facebook app and he was like you need to connect with Rita uh, by Facebook but she's got the whole thing planned. So we all looked at each other and we're like what? She's got
1: the whole thing planned? What does that mean? Yeah. And we were so far out of our cultural comfort zone. So we're like, okay, we were like oh, okay, great. Awesome. And then awesome. how are we getting home? Oh, Dick Dick's going to drive you home. And Dick drove okay, us okay. home. Do, we super we were like do we call an Uber cuz the Uber couldn't find the place before so we were <laughs> We were just completely at their mercy and yeah. with the language barrier very much and we were in the just,
0: way. Again, so polite and so kind. So, so. much,
1: so much Google Translate.
0: Right, right. <laughs> yeah. My dad got really good at using Google Translate uh-huh. to
1: communicate. <laughs> he, he was a hero.
0: So pause on the Rita thing. That's going to come back in a little bit. But the next day we had a lovely um, adventure <clears throat> in town.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So we all know how much we love hot springs. Um, we found one that's actually in the city, a very historic hot spring. It's where all of the locals go to actually sit and bathe. Because there's there's you know a number of like hot springs hotels and stuff where tourists can go, but this is. This a cultural experience, a bathhouse, if you yeah. will. But you know, for both genders, and they're a very modest culture. So you know, you actually have to wear um, <laughs> certain kinds of swimsuits. And we showed up with our board shorts, and the gal just shook her head no, like, no. And you have to get these, and they were really cheap. But yeah, <laughs> we ended up with some I thought less modest, you know, whatever, <laughs> more like you know jammers or something. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so she <laughs> sold us some swim trunks, yeah. um, and then what unfolded was a lot of. Awesome little rules that we kept breaking accidentally about where you put your shoes, how you rinse off, how you go from one tub to the next, where you sit, where you don't sit. And
0: the locals were very kind. Very
1: gracious. They were (laughs) very
0: stern as well. Like, no, you may not just sit and dangle and put your feet in the water. You have to be either fully in or fully out. Or you can't sit under the waterfall because it'll splatter everyone and, like, just all these rules. Yeah,
1: they have... So many delightful rules, and that they have great reasons that we had no idea what the reasons were. Anyway, the hot spring itself was um, really high quality. The water was really clean. They drain it like you know a couple times a day, and you know this is very much a ritual for these people. And you see people doing uh, workouts and crunches and all kinds of stuff off to the side. And there's such a health focused culture. That's something we really noticed. They mm-hmm. they focus a lot on their bodies and their health. Um, and this is part of their health ritual. And so we got to just be part of the culture in a hot spring. And um, there was. Man, six different pools at varying temperatures, and there was sort of a process. You're supposed to go from coldest to warmest, and then kind of take a break, and then do another cycle, and um, the warmest one, I, I'm usually pretty tough when it comes to hot, hot water. There were these guys that were sitting in there for 20 minutes. I mean, I'm talking maybe 45 seconds for me, and then I felt like I was going to pass out. Did kind of pass out a little bit. <laughs> so I don't know how they do it. They're really good at it, but totally. they, they out-hot spring us for sure.
0: Yes, And that night, we headed off to the Grand Hotel. Oh, my gosh. The Grand Palace Hotel?
1: Yeah. Which has uh, hosted... Okay,
0: if you've seen... (laughs) Sorry. If you've seen Mulan, it's, like, at the very end of Mulan when, like, the emperor is, like, you know... All of China's there, and the big you know palace, like think just like the most grand steps leading up to this incredible building and So we got to go inside and and like Justin was saying, there's a lot of a lot of famous people who have been oh, there, and lots eaten there of u s
1: presidents, and they have yeah. pictures of all the famous people that have visited over the years yeah. and um so we knew we were where it was at, yeah, and we just happened to kind of look for the restaurant and poked our head in and they said, oh, there's a buffet, and you know um, suckers that we are said oh let's just look at it, and then let's just
0: look at it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: the best buffet, yeah. several levels above. So
0: Dad was like, let's do it.
1: Any other buffet, yeah, yeah. It's unimaginable. It's like everything you hope a buffet could be Ooh. in your dreams, it was that. There was yeah. a whole room for desserts, like tables covered in platters of small little treats and creme brulees mm-hmm. and brownies with fruit on top. can't even describe how many desserts uh, Sushi bar made any kind of sushi you wanted, including like a fresh piece of salmon that they laid over rice and then torched it right in front of you and braised oh, it. Oh, so good. I ate many of those. I mean, in yeah. every, we're talking crab and lobster and duck and beef and frog legs. We had frog, frog, just the cool. I I could waste a lot of this podcast talking about that meal because
0: <laughs> let's not. Yeah. It'll make us all hungry. Yes. Yeah. So that was a Such really a good meal. Lovely evening. Um, the next day, we headed off for our adventure with Rita. Uh, to Hualien. So
1: got a train there.
0: True, true to what Mr. Quo said, Rita had the whole thing planned. Um, on such short notice, we have no idea how she and her husband did this. Her husband is a pastor, and she is a teacher, um, for at-risk youth in Hualien. And they just seemed to just clear out their entire schedules and picked us up at the train station and just were our taxi driver for the day. Tour guide took us all to planned. all these amazing places, paid for all of our meals. Like we had to like. <clears throat> at the end of the day when we went and had the nicest food at the nicest restaurant um my dad had to physically like fight this woman to pay for the bill <laughs> like cuz she she and her husband had just been like no 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 we pay we pay and um yeah. So just finally, at the end, yeah, the, the
1: generosity was, was so humbling. So amazing. Um, and they are such sweet people that yeah. really cared to show us their culture. But the language barrier was still very much there. Yes. We, we had to continue to try very hard to use translate and, yeah. and relate through our our faces and our yes. gestures and um, I think that made it all the more fun. Yeah, to, it was such just, an adventure. Yeah, they yeah. wanted to share so much, yeah. of their city with us. I will but, say, my yeah.
0: dad probably got was was the best with Google Translate. Oh, I yeah. don't know. It just. It always seemed to work. Whenever he would just, like, silently, he'd be up in the front of the car, he'd just be typing things, and then he'd show Rita, and she'd be like, oh, yes, yeah. or oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> that moment when
1: communication happens is uh, a beautiful yes, moment. yes, um, yes, But where they took us, just in a nutshell, they, the, I think the coolest place they took us was Taroko Gorge. Um, it's this just beautiful, deep, deep gorge with prominent canyon walls, and I, as I said earlier, marble, just marble cliffs. And, I mean, just... Almost, where you, your your eyes can't take it in, and there's these swallows that are just putting every stunt plane to to shame in the way they would just free dive down the cliff and then mm. swoop up and do flips, and I'm um, just watching the swallows in this gorge, and there's waterfalls and rivers. Uh, one waterfall in particular, we hike to. Um, is the waterfall curtain waterfall curtain so they had been mining through through the mountain for a road and all of a sudden they hit fresh springs and water started shooting out from all different directions and so they couldn't continue the road but it stabilized and so now as you walk through this cave with a headlamp and uh poncho Poncho. you walk through water shooting out from all directions Kind of like a ship is filling with water, uh, a little bit unnerving, but really fun. And so just the water just hissing out of the walls from these mm. different directions, and you get totally soaked, even with the poncho. Yeah. Um, and so we got to go to a couple different waterfalls in the mm. gorge, and walk through along. Everybody had helmets on, but we're just like, eh, we'll be okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Rita was actually like, you can tell they're, what were they? They were the tourists from China. <laughs> yeah, Because they, <laughs> they all have helmets. <laughs> we don't need helmets, <laughs> but they think they do. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah so that was, was fun. <laughs>
0: that was really funny. Yeah. So we loved Hualien. And the next day we went on a little bike ride. We just rented bikes and rode up and down the coast and saw a lot of really cool things. And um, yeah, it was a really, really fun time. The best part of the bike ride was we actually stumbled across a park and no one was there but and we rolled all four of us with our bikes and had what we call family skate park time yeah. <laughs> on bikes
1: beach cruisers yeah. beach
0: cruiser bikes so <laughs> yeah. we just like went the,
1: oh, it was so and that. oh it's so funny no hospital visits ensued which thank is good,
0: goodness yeah. but man it was it was it was touch and go for a minute Lots there yeah so that was um pretty much to conclude our time with um my parents was just yeah it was such a blast and we we just packed in a ton of fun and also had some relaxing time where we just got to catch up with them and, totally. and chat and just have a lot of good talks. And it was really, and so, really many gore,
1: so many more meals that we can't even get. Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah. Just everywhere we went, oh the, the food really was a highlight too. I would We've, say it was yeah. the people and their kindness and their generosity, yeah. their, their humbling generosity yeah. and absolutely the Chinese culture and the food. Oh, we went to more museums. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, so many things. Yeah. Lots of culture. So cool.
0: I would say the first part of our trip, um, just with being in New Zealand and Australia uh and and Hawaii <laughs> and doing a lot of grocery shopping we, we we maybe lost a bit of weight because we just were trying so hard to save all this money and then we got got to Taiwan and oh my gosh we just put it all back on <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> happy weight. we got we got some happy weight going on and it's nice yeah but anyway so we took the train back and dropped off my parents at the airport and said some teary goodbyes mm. and yeah. and uh yeah sent them off and it was great and then um yeah we had a few more days left in Taiwan where we just explored and visited a town called Jiaoxi which is like the hot springs Disneyland of the world like oh, so cool there are hot springs everywhere yes yeah, so we
1: visited a bunch of hot springs and did the fish that yes, eat the your Yes doctor
0: fish you put your your feet. Yeah. You put your feet in this water and these fish come up and eat the dead skin yeah. off your feet it's yeah 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 it's special so yeah yeah
1: yeah quickly kind of ran yeah. through a couple towns and mm-hmm. headed on out
0: And now it is time for our interview. Um, Dick and Jane were very kind enough after our dinner party to stick around for a couple minutes. And um, my mom and I actually got to interview them. So you are about to enjoy the interview with Dick and Jane. All right, so here we are in Taiwan. And we just experienced the most incredible feast with our new friends, Dick and Jane. Yes, yep. Nice to meet you. Yes, and um, they are going to tell us a little bit about um, some of the history of... The languages here in Taiwan, um, and I also have my mom here with me, and she's going to ask them a question. Ah, I would love
2: to. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, <laughs> thank you so much for this <laughs> lovely evening. And We've some tea. I think it would be really helpful for the listeners if you would just tell again the story of your the languages in your family.
3: Oh, in in, in Taiwan, it's a very small island, mm-hmm. and we have about the four hundred years of uh, history. Oh, and there, in yeah. the beginning, about the 17th centuries, the mm-hmm. Spanish mm-hmm. and the Dutch Netherlands occupied here. Spanish so, and Dutch yes, first. And that, okay. yeah, yeah, and so in my f- history, it's in the beginning okay. from that time. Yeah. And then okay. Ming Dynasty, Ming and Dynasty. then Qing Dynasty, well, okay. and then Japan occupied here
0: Right. from
3: 1895 to World War II, up after World War Two. Okay. Yeah, return to China. Yeah. And then yes. the Womin Dang, mm-hmm. Mr. Jiang, come to here. Yes. Yeah, occupy yeah. here and he hoped to go back to China. Yes. And at that time, and we threw the martial law. Martial law. Yeah, martial law. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a very serious time.
2: Mm-hmm. And we th- we know that name is Chiang Kai-shek.
3: Yeah, Chiang Kai-shek. That's what, yeah. Okay.
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. and
3: and when the Jiang Kaishi is here, he just one thought he won't go back
2: yeah. mm. to
3: control the China. Right. He don't want the, you know, that Taiwan is too small. Oh, yeah. Okay? Yeah. He wants to be a king. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But after his son, the Jiang Jingguo, okay. and he thinks no way can go home. Yeah. So he put a lot of money and so many labor to build Taiwan. Mm-hmm. And so at that time, we were built so many. Airport, yeah, and the highway, and the harbor, yeah. So everything. So he helped modernize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the booming, yeah, and economic, yeah, mm-hmm. and we. So many factories export mm-hmm. so many product products to, to America.
0: Right, that's right. We see on all, all of our tags, made in Taiwan. Yeah, it's so not easy. We yeah. so you so use, we go
3: to the package mm-hmm. store or Walmart, out, so you can see yes. so many products Walmart, Walmart that made in Taiwan. Yeah. On the bottom. That's right. Wow. That's oh, right. Exactly. And
2: your business is doing what? What do you have you sent to the United
3: States? Uh, because the, our our company is to export the Christmas decoration and the Christmas yeah. light like <laughs> set. The Christmas so we have, Yeah, at that time, so we have factories in Taiwan, mm-hmm. Shenzhou. And then about the 1990, we moved to the Philippines.
2: Moved to yeah. the Philippines. Yeah, okay, the Philippines. yeah.
3: So yeah. I went to the Manila so many times. Oh, from Manila. From 1990 yes. to 1995. Okay. And then moved to China. Oh, wow. Yeah. So in China, I stayed about uh, over 10 years.
2: Ten years ago. Uh, wow. 13, oh, so, yeah. okay. But back to your what language was spoken in your home?
3: Oh, okay, because my, my parents they, they accept the Japanese education, so mm-hmm. they speak the Japanese. Okay. Talk each other. Yes,
0: yeah, so they talk to each and, other in yeah, Japanese. And my
3: my mother my native language is the Taiwanese language. Okay. So I spoke speaks the two to my parents this, in <laughs> Taiwanese language. Mm-hmm. It's different. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then, because the, my sons accept the John, Mr. Zhang's education, yeah, education in Mandarin. Mandarin. Yeah. So when Chen so came in, I he, talked yeah. to my sons in Mandarin. Wow, in so. Limeluans that we can hear oh three kinds of language. So, so you're fluent when,
0: in four languages?
3: Uh, three.
0: Three. So uh, in English. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah, I can speak that. Yes. Uh, a, a, little, yeah. a little English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little Japanese.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, the low Japanese. Japanese. Yeah. Okay. But oh, okay.
2: mostly Mandarin yeah. and Yeah, it's no choice. In,
3: yeah, different uh, okay. age, different uh, periods, the so, Yes. Different background. Awesome. Yeah. So sometimes I stay in China. Very so so many my my you know my my coworker ask me why you want to use so many kinds of language. I said no choice. No
2: choice. <laughs> you had so many. Oh my goodness! Things. Right. You a just wonderful, to. just yeah. eye-opening experience of of figuring out how um, Taiwan has such an amazing, rich culture. Yeah, with so many and it's
0: quite memories. a melting pot. Yeah. yeah. A melting pot. So yeah. Um. So when you see the Christmas lights, this uh. Upcoming December, think of our friends Dick and Jane and thank them in your hearts. And uh, thank you so much. Shishie is uh, yeah. <laughs> we have <come> to Taiwan.
3: <laughs> thank you very much. Okay, well.
0: In conclusion, we had an incredible time in Taiwan. We were so surprised, having known almost nothing about this place, to just experience the rich culture and the beauty and. Um, and the hospitality and the food especially oh my goodness we just had an incredible time and it was so awesome so we want to say a special thank you so much to my parents for joining us and planning and and taking care of all that. Um, we just had a, a great time. It was definitely a highlight for us. So yeah, we, we love Taiwan, and we would highly, highly recommend anyone um, listening to this to go and visit. Like, it's, it's a little known secret, um, but it's just an incredible place that we think that you should go visit.
1: Absolutely. Our favorite place in Asia so far.
3: Yeah. Bye. It's okay. Okay.